If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney, and that's good. Because during the Netflix is a Joke Festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better, and that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes, think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words, eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter, I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you, found wherever candy is sold, and often in my pantry, because I love these. How is your sock drawer looking? I know when I open up mine, it is a sad scene. There's lone socks, holy socks. Well, guess what? It's spring cleaning, which means Bomba's spring collection is here, and they have new garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They've got stripes and florals, all new, vintage colored rib socks. I love them. They are the best sock your feet have ever been in. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bomba's. Head on over to bombas.com slash bonkers and use the code bonkers for 20% off your first purchase. That's B. B-O-M-B-A-S.com slash bonkers. Use the code bonkers at checkout. Watch out. The killer is behind you. Literally. We saw Malignant, so you know what that means. Now it's time for How Did This Get Made? We're gonna have a good time celebrating failure, not just be a hater. Did you know you wonder how did this get made? Let's wallow in the mediocrity of subpar art. Perhaps we'll find the answer to the question, how did this get made? Hello, people of Earth, and welcome to How Did This Get Made? I am Tall John Shear, and we are in Scaretober. That's right. How Did This Get Made is attacking the world of horror films for October, and we're starting off with a film that, the day it came out, everyone rushed to tell us it needed to be featured on the show. We didn't even watch it before because it was so overwhelming and boy oh boy you picked a great one uh malignant just came out it's currently on hbo max it's a james wan film look we're gonna say this if you've not seen it and you want to not be spoiled tune out now because i don't think there's a way to describe this movie or talk about this movie without the spoiler i'm gonna try right now to explain what's going on without the spoiler there is a killer on the loose We don't know who it is. There are many leads, but all signs point to our lead actress. Is she the killer? Only time will tell. And I guarantee you, if you knew nothing about this film, you are not going to guess who the killer is. And boy, oh boy, I cannot wait to describe it and talk to you all about it. But let's do it with my two co-hosts. Please welcome Jason Mandukas and Miss June Diane Rayfield. How are you? Uh, Paul, I'm great. Uh, I thought that was a valiant effort to try and explain the movie without a spoiler. I'm not. I'm now going to explain the movie with a spoiler. Okay. That is that is not entirely true, but this movie posits the question: What if Drop Dead Fred was a horror movie? Okay. Yes. And hmm. here's what I will say: because for a good portion of the movie, it appears as though the killer is. The imaginary friend of the lead, um, the the lead character, Madison slash Emily. 
And if you want to see that movie done better, the Drop Dead Fred horror movie, may I suggest uh, Adam Egypt Mortimer's film, Daniel Isn't Real, uh, with Patrick Schwarzenegger. This this already exists? Oh, it's phenomenal. I love Daniel Isn't Real. Oh, wow. That is an imaginary friend killer movie, and it's fucking great and weird Mm. and really, really good. But yes, you're right. This is Drop Dead Fred. Well, not even. I mean, yeah. Like, but, but then it's, it's but then it's not. It's, but then it's, then it's not. It's not. Yeah. Because then it's it, like a then it's a quado. It turns out to be kind of a quado. <laughs> Reverse quado. And Reverse it's so interesting quota. because it takes so long to get into what the movie is. I mean, yes. so long. and I know horror movies like we're waiting on the twist, we're waiting on the twist. But this twist, it truly did feel like it happened in the last 10 minutes of the movie. You are watching a, a solid 90 minutes. Yes. Of a very slow paced drama about a woman who is dealing with some PTSD from having lost a child and and her husband being brutally uh, killed. Uh, <laughs> her abusive husband. Yes. Her abusive husband. Uh, she's lost, and I believe she's lost four children yes. uh, in, in utero. And her, her husband is abusive. He is then killed. And she appears to be being, because I also thought this was like, and I'm not a big, I, you know, I think maybe you guys, I'm not a big horror movie person. So in the beginning, I thought, oh, is this a um, poltergeist riff? Is this a, you know, um, the the villain is inside of their house? Because they the, the house that they live in is this kind of beautiful, that's constantly being, you know, um, foregrounded in this menacing shot, these establishing shots. And I was like, oh, is this a house is the bad guy movie? And then I was mm. like, oh, no, it's not that. Well, I was constantly trying to figure it out in that regard. There were Go ahead. so many establishing shots. You're right, Jason, yeah. of houses, different types of houses, yes. different like levels of houses. Um, I mean, the thing that I listen I was actually upset that the twist came so late because the movie and what ends up the basic premise of the movie is that in utero, Emily, Marissa, whatever her name is, had a twin that didn't survive. And so sort of instead of like that separate embryo being, you know, taken out and aborted out of the body was absorbed into her. Which, Which is something that does happen. Yeah. Listen, we've had our own personal experience with that. A My parasitic sister. twin. Yes. Yes. They're called vanishing twins. It's called vanishing twin syndrome. Oh, okay. Where okay. you have a twin. And I think, you know, they now, like we all might have been twins. Because right. they've only started doing. Who have you early... been talking to? What do you know? Well, well, <laughs> I'll tell you. I think yeah. one of my sisters was a twin because huh? she get ready had, for this. She had a cyst removed. Oh boy, this gets and it had hair and teeth. Yeah, and that has a name. Is that called like a that has a that 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 collection of hair and teeth has a name? It's called like a. It's all. I want to say it's a bezoar, but that's a Harry Potter thing. Um. Those things have a name. I'm so sorry. Go ahead, June. No, but they th- they said to her that she probably was a twin. I also have a family history of twins, um, but it was probably a twin that was absorbed. So there's this it, extra DNA yes. that's in your body. Now, that's called, by the way, like Jason also, was saying, a dermoid yeah. cyst. It's a sac-like a growth that's uh, present at birth. What we're talking about here is a, a parasitic twin 
that occurs when a single embryo in utero begins a to single split. single embryo, yes. Uh, but it doesn't complete, and then the dominant twin develops as normal, and the extra twin does not. The parasitic twin is somewhere between a conjoined twin and a vanishing twin, uh, or a twin that was reabsorbed, and it always shares the same genetic material as uh, the viable twin, as they were once the same embryo. Therefore, the parasitic twin so is were always twins. the same gender. Oh, I didn't know the that. The parasitic twin is always the same gender. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. So this movie, okay. this movie is flouting science in that way. Otherwise, the movie is totally right on. But in that Everything way, everything about <laughs> it is medically like they use this everything, movie yeah. in med school to well, understand. That's what, well, that's why I think it was so dry for that first ninety minutes because it really was almost like watching a documentary about, uh, you know, uh, about. The process of uh, giving birth, and you know, it was it was very. Well, this very dry. was a sort of my cautionary tale to all of us, to be quite honest. You know, now women are getting ultrasounds at like you know, six weeks, seven weeks, mm-hmm. but when we all were in utero. If you can harken back to that time, like we weren't. Oh, I remember it well. You remember it well. I remember it well. I miss. Yeah. It, I have such. I have so much uterine nostalgia. I know. <laughs> Especially I know. now, that's what kind of got me through this whole quarantine. Is just, I uh, just, I just went back to that spot where I was like, that was oh, yeah. fun. That was a great nine months. But just an FYI, like a lot of us could be twins. Yes, a lot of us could have malignants. Little and we baby would malignants. never know it. We would never. We would never know, know it. it. We, we would just be out know. there falling into a trance at night and then walking and crawling backwards. On, okay, all so the, here's my our question. Arms, this is what I said to Paul. Arms. This is what I yeah. said to Paul. Did this twin, because at some point her sister, who's not her biological sister, who's yes. her, her adopted sister, I don't know, says that she, um, <laughs> that Gabriel, her twin, her tumor twin, is caused mul- the all of these multiple miscarriages but i thought yes, because i thought that gabriel wasn't activated until she smashed her head in the wall well i i think what's happening is gabriel is still inside of her but the smash to the head that kind of activated it, that kind of hit the sensor off. Like that made Gabriel kind of like. appears to be able to open and knit itself back together at will, depending on whether or not Gabriel wants to come out. But yeah. what the sister says to her is at one point, he was he, like, Gabriel grew stronger by feeding on your babies. Like he was feed. That's why he's come back. Is he was feeding on your babies, and that's what yes, strengthened he, him. Oh. And then the final straw, the final straw was when her husband hit her the back of her head where Gabriel lives into the wall, thus thus creating a rupture that allowed for Gabriel to come in and out of um, consciousness or or, yes. or, or whatever. Right? You can kind so, of hear it described in this scene right here. Maddie, I know you couldn't hear me. You have to fight him. Madison's not home. Madison, he killed your babies. It was the cause of your miscarriages. He was feeding off of your fetuses to build himself back up. Maddie, please, please come back. So they do lay it down, but it's such a giant premise. And it's so late in the game. And, and it's, it's so, so, late in the game. so late in the game. And that if, What I and, couldn't figure out yeah. about this movie was the movie doesn't have enough plot to sustain an hour and 50 minutes. No. You know what I mean? Like it's it's and 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 I think James Wan is a really a very impressive filmmaker. Like there's a Absolutely. lot of 
like there's a lot of very good tension in here. There's a lot of very imaginative camera work. When the, the, I loved the shots that were almost like a, they were from above inside the house and looked like floor plans. You were looking down mm-hmm. at the floor plan of the home and she's running up and down stairs and in and out of rooms in a way that you're like, this is such inventive filmmaking. Mm-hmm. But it, but they, were, he, they kept you in the dark for just too, too long. long. Well, because once it gets going, it's just like, oh, she's she's the twin. She's the bad guy all along. Okay, but we even, knew it. But even crazier, not only is she the twin, but when the twin comes out, she just reverses her body. So it's one body, you know, two faces. And what I found to be, you know, obviously I don't need everything to be answered, but maybe just a little bit, I'll say, it's interesting that she broke her arms to go backwards when she's malignant. Um, but then how do the arms get back to the yeah. normal, you know, mm. like is malignant healing bones? Well, she also had on like a coat, like a. Well, this, yeah, an outfit. Yeah. She, like a there's definitely an outfit. What, one of the things that I really couldn't ever understand, and I'm curious if you guys have a thought on this, is it seemed like the the majority of the movie of all of act one and half of act two seemed to present Gabriel or the villain, the, the murderer Mm -hmm. as a supernatural being, a, a, a phantom, a ghost, uh, a ghoul, like electricity. And he communicates through radio waves. Like he is right beyond all of these supernatural elements. And, and they do that thing, which I think all modern horror movies do, which is long black hair covering the face and backwards crawling and speedy movement, uncomfortable, uncomfortable backwards walking and crawling, which are, the, yes, the two fights, great. the two fights but, in the police precinct and the jail from the 1970s uh, yeah. that she was. I guess they just haven't cleaned out that jail since they arrested all those perps uh, from, from like a Sidney Lumet from movie all, uh, from all walks of life and all times. <laughs> I was like, is this like is this a time traveler's jail? But those... I'll tell you what, Bob, I'm in here for having a jazz cigarette. You know what I mean? Like it felt like everybody was from like a different era. I really was confused about that jail cell um, there. But. But that breaking of the arms, because they really show you when she transforms into malignant, uh, like, uh, you know, that like, I just don't get how those arms come back, because even when she goes back to being herself, she gets those arms back, back under control. Uh, is it she double jointed? Is that what they're trying There's to say? Not, I don't know. There aren't. En- unfortunately, there aren't enough reveals in this movie to sustain the length. Right. Like right. this movie, I think, would have been much more fun at an hour 30. Yes. You know, at an hour 30 and it's just because yeah, all we, we we realize so quickly oh the 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 bad guy is killing the doctors that tortured him mm-hmm. and 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 his sister you know that's the that's the that's the setup. Okay, there isn't even a twist on that. That's just what's ha- that's what's happening. Well, and yeah. it's just yeah. so all we're left to wonder is who, and it's really it's either a supernatural being or it's Madison slash Emily. You know, it, there wasn't any misleads. There wasn't but any. Maybe it's this person, or maybe it's that the, person. The imaginary friend element. I was like, oh, is that the twist that people are talking about? Like that's because yeah. everyone keeps on saying, oh, the twist in this is pretty insane. And I was like, the imaginary friend isn't like that. I mean, it's. It's bonkers, but whatever. Um, but I will say that. Now why are you saying, Paul, that that she's turning into malignant? <laughs> I just want to call her malignant. <laughs> you, I don't want to call her Gabriel. I've, 
I, I, Gabriel, that's an inch because that I noticed that as well. I, so yeah, you think like, that the that? you think it's called malignant? Yeah, I think the, the, like the bad, yes. the bad, the bad the guy evil. is malignant. Yeah, malignant okay. because okay. she because the doctor said it's you know it is malignant. So I you know like like Gabriel, you're saying that the, as though it's like. A did Gabriel have a name? Did Gabriel have a naming ceremony? Did someone name Gabriel? Who's coming to your dinner party? Oh, uh, <laughs> Matt malignant. and Karen, malignant, malignant Jeff and Kathy, uh, <laughs> malignant and his girlfriend Emily. Uh, you know, <laughs> as I said, as I said to June, I was like, I throughout the movie, I would say, oh, malignant, like you know, because I knew <laughs> that malignant was. Uh, I think that malignant is a better name than Gabriel, and Gabriel. I again, I just want to go back and say that this movie opens before we see the abuse of the husband. Um, it opens in this 1990s. It's a doctor recording uh, her captain's log uh, for this patient, and they show you the damage that uh, little malignant can do, and uh, and then you're you're. And you believe that this character is dead, but obviously, why would that scene be in the movie if that character was dead? Um, but that was the only thing that made you believe that there was something like a real person invested well, yeah, in it. They, right? they yeah. basically, yes, they basically establish Gabriel both by name and evil action in the opening scene so that you believe the mislead is you believe that the, the villain is... A, either Gabriel is still alive or Gabriel is now a specter or a ghost or something that is haunting them or in the you don't radios. know why, but you understand, um, you understand definitively that, that Gabriel is the, the, you know, so as a, as a, an effort to kind of throw you off the scent that Emily slash uh, Madison, what, what's her name? Right. Madison. Um, yes. Well, there is uh, our main character is uh, uh, Madison her real Mitchell. Name is, yeah, and, and her birth name is Emily. And, yes. and to throw the scent off of her because you're like, no, this is happening to her. She's not the villain because we know right. Gabriel is uh, Gabriel is probably what's going to be at the root here. I mean, I, I will mean, say I was pretty entranced by the main actress um, who played Emily slash Annabelle Wallace. Annabelle Wallace. I just really, really loved her and spent I spent most of the movie thinking about her hair and whether I could yes. get it and how I could get it. And I think it would be easy. I mean, it's, it's a giant black wig. I mean, it is. She is normally <laughs> a blonde. So good on her. Um, you um, should it, be, you should be malignant for Halloween. I mean, oh, malignant wow. for Halloween would be great. That's and a I great could be, idea. I could be uh Kiko Shaw. <laughs> Wait, Paul, you think you could be Kiko Shaw? <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. But there's Kiko a Shaw. very Detective Kiko Shaw. There's a very specific type of hair on ladies, which is like there's bangs and then there's like a sheet of hair. Yeah. A sheet. Mm -hmm. And she had of course it's a wig, but she had that sheet. And it it's like a sheet like you can peek through. Yeah. It's, it's it is honestly the type of hair where like another person could be hiding inside of it. Well, that's yes. what we need. And I mean we I need want. that. We want yeah. that yeah, hair. Yeah. We want that to hide a face. Now, I will say this. There is a scene in the movie where, and if when you go back and rewatch it, which I have not done, but many people have told me that you can, um, as anything, you can do whatever you want with your time on this planet. But uh, there's a scene where she is talking to Gabriel, and uh, in the mirror, you see the back of her head, but it's totally fine. Her, there's nothing going on there. So Gabriel... 
This idea that Gabriel is like literally in her head, but can still use a telephone. Like that was the, these are the things that I'm having. Gabriel speak. Yeah. Because Gabriel Gabriel does does, seem to have a mouth. And he does talk to her. He does talk to her through, through different, different technologies, but also like inside of her head. Like when Gabriel's taken over, she is hearing his voice through Mm -hmm. her own hearing like when she is not in control of her body so again like what this movie has a lot of trouble with is rules you know because because and i'm not for nothing because to define the rules would be to give away the movie right would be to give away the reveals and so i do believe they're building up for a sequel here so the oh, sequel yeah, sure will be so. the sequel is going to be where Malignant gets to uh, gets Malignant now, on vacation. If you're Madison, <laughs> Malignant if you're Madison, right? Yeah, Madison, who says she doesn't, that would be amazing, just like Speed Two. Yeah, cruise control, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Malign- <laughs> Malignant Two on a cruise. Um, <laughs> the thing about Madison is she says she doesn't remember anything before she was eight years old when her sister, the scene where she's in the hospital and her sister arrives in a princess dress. Yes. I was like, this. Mo- I want more of this in the movie. I like I that relationship. Inexplicably, the sister is dressed for a costume party where she plays a princess, like a Disney Yeah, she princess. was coming from a birthday party. Yeah. I thought the sister was great. I mean, I was, she was yes. very As sort was of taken Maria with these Bello, too. actors. Yeah. I mean, here's the, the interesting thing about the sister. So early on when Emily was a child, Malignant was, she was able to sort of quell <laughs> and quiet Malignant yeah. once her sister was born. Right? Well, no, 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 was but Malignant was idea? also, Malignant was That's in her head idea. as her, but her, but Malignant was... I think this is a really like a metaphor for like being the youngest or being the ignored child, right? Because Malignant is sort of like trying to have her wreck her family's life because doesn't she have the knife in her hand when she's about to kill her parents? And she's like, well, it's yeah, Malignant. So Malignant, Malignant is trying, or Gabriel rather, is trying mm-hmm. to make her hurt the baby because what they say is that Gabriel knows if she is given, because remember she is talking at the beginning about like wanting a blood relation or wanting a, yes. wanting someone. And so Gabriel recognizes that the new baby is a threat to his um, relationship with Madison slash Emily. So she, he wants her to kill the baby, but she doesn't. And in doing so allows for herself to have a bond with her sister that makes Gabriel like Gabriel hasn't been talking to her from eight until the head injury. Right. Like she hasn't been hearing from Gabriel. Well, I guess Gabriel has been munching on those fetuses and just been. Yeah. Right. So I guess you're right. Yeah. Trauma. The head trauma is what wakes him up. I mean, my God, when you see this moment. Strap him into the chair. Been a bad, bad boy, Gabriel. Oh my God! He speaks. He's broadcasting his thoughts. I thought we could help him, but I was wrong. We cut out the cancer. And then after that moment, they proceed to show you how they cut out oh, Gabriel. So this this was going to be my question as well. They so they operate and they they remove all of Gabriel's 
like physicality, his little arms, his rib cage, all of the stuff that's on the all back stuff that makes of Gabriel Gabriel. Yeah, the- yeah, all the stuff that's on. Like again, like if you've seen Total Recall, it's the it's it's like a quado, but in reverse and in is- the head. Quado's in the belly. Yes. This is more in the head. Oh, it's also like Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone when Professor Quirrell has Voldemort oh, yes. on the back of his head, and it's been in his turban the whole time, and you just haven't seen it, you know. Um, but that's the vibe of it. And so they cut out the whole thing. Wouldn't Madison's back? have so much surgical scarring that she would be hmm. like, what happened to me? Well, didn't what I found so interesting <laughs> like, was when they were doing this? this, when they were doing the surgery I, and I was watching and look, I'm not going to lie. I was watching it through, uh, you know, a hand over my eyes because that kind of shit grosses me out. I'm not into that. Like, that's not fun for me. I don't want to see up close surgeries. I'm not into that on TikTok. I'm not into that in a movie. And as I'm watching it, I did see them like kind of like, they couldn't cut all of Malignant out, so they just kind of pushed it together and then just, like, closed her skull on it. Like, like the way that you kind of pack a suitcase when it's a little bit too full. It's like, yeah, just get in there and we're going to get it down. Like, they, they just kind of pop some of Malignant in there and then close that skull on top of it like a, like a trunk, well, yeah. a Close packed trunk. Brain. And that's the thing is when, when Gabriel comes in and out um, of dominance, um, he is able to un... He's able to, like... Almost Unhinged. like 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 the curtains opening like a cuckoo like her clock. Skull, her skull yeah. opens like her hair parts and her skull <laughs> cracks open. Gabriel's deformed face comes out That's when what he's in charge, and then when he goes away. It's like, and the show's over, and her skull <laughs> knits back yeah, together. Yeah, it's like, that's why they call them curtain bangs. <laughs> <laughs> I want this to be, I want our shirt to be a cuckoo clock with malignant coming out of it. Just like, <laughs> It's malignant time. Uh, but just but- <laughs> what I couldn't figure out was like, and I felt like the movie wanted to have it both ways, mm-hmm. which was, is Gabriel corporeal? Or not, because like one of the best, I thought one of the great like little moments inside of early in the movie that I was like, oh, this is what I like about James Wan. This is why I think he's a good filmmaker is like when the husband has been like relegated to the downstairs and he's like, huh, what's going on? He's looking around. He, he see and we see the hair covered, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And we see there's like, you know, scurrying and and malignant shows up in the background a little bit. There's a moment where he sees malignant sitting on the couch and then he walks over. And the couch cushion like un- oh, yeah. compresses. Like the the couch cushion goes from being sat on to not sat on, right? And it just rises like weight is coming off of it, which I thought mm. was such a good tiny way to show that there's something here moving that you mm. can't see. But what I couldn't figure out was, well, isn't that make malignant a ghost? Well, isn't that's that a- that's what was a misdirect that made no fucking yeah. sense. Because and by it was the way, a cool thing, but it didn't add up because. Because malignant is just just a Madison. Yeah. I mean, you this know? is it's a, look, it's a body. I, I'm going to say a body that moves at, at at quite a clip. I mean, it's very much not to whatever. It's very much like the ring, like the ring. You yes. know, it's like she can get on all fours. She's you know, scurrying around because like <laughs> that, like because malignant like drops oh, from yeah, the ceiling. Mali- yeah, I was going to say malignant's always in the ceiling. Yeah. You know, always, always able to like have supernatural scurrying powers, you know? Yeah. M- malignant but doesn't also, seem like. also like malignant gets shot. 
like multiple times and is and but then Madison the next day is never hurt. The bullets don't go into Madison unless Malignant like was catching him with his like little gnarled teeth. Uh, I will say that there are some things that don't I mean, there's many things that don't make sense. I will say that, uh, you know, the introduction of this husband that you have to kill off right away and not feel too badly about. uh, But you also need to, like, set in motion uh, hard. Like, there's a lot of things that have to be accomplished within the first three minutes of the movie of present day, which is she's got to lose her child. She's got to be abused by her husband to activate malignant. And you have to like, not like this husband. Like there's so much that you have to do. And I did think there are some very funny moments of just like very black and white. It's like, here's the husband on the bed watching UFC in the middle of the day. Like it (laughs) It was like on his phone. On his, He's on his phone. On his phone watching UFC. And when he hits her, and there's nothing funny about domestic violence, but he hits her with such force, it was like a fast and furious hit. It was like the rock. Well, the like, camera I, moved with it. The camera okay. moved with his. Like, again, it, it just creates an even more visceral sense of this abuse because the yes. camera moves with his shoving her into the wall in a way that was like, whoa. It Although, really was you know, you shocking. Guys, I'm now thinking. I'm now thinking about these miscarriages, and a part of me is like, maybe Gabriel was, in his own way, protecting Emily from having like a devil baby. Yeah. Wait, wait. Do you think that the baby would come out like? Well, the baby's like baby going to share half half of malignance, or at least a third of malignance DNA. I think you could also look at it as he doesn't DNA. want her to have a baby the same way that he didn't want her to have a sister. Right. Like that 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 he wouldn't want her attention to be on something else. But but again, I think what we uh, like I think the understanding is it's that it's that shove that the husband's right. shove that that and that's that why opens up the that's clock. why they that's why they really I think foreground it so much and make it seem so because she's she continually checking the back of her head and it's always bleeding like that shove is what awakens Gabriel that is the inciting incident I think that brings Gabriel back to life back to reality, reality. back to <laughs> the way things used to be anyway um. <laughs> How old do you want me? <laughs> However, However do you, do you need, need me, me? malignant. <laughs> However do you want me? However do you need me? It would have been amazing. Kill you. It would have been amazing if, like Bumblebee, he talked through songs on the radio instead of having a voice on the radio. He was he had to use like existing songs, and so he used, like so like the the dial goes up and down, and it's like back to life, back to reality. But anyway, doesn't that what Bumblebee do? That he does that in the Transformers. That's, that is yeah, yeah, that is Bumblebee's oh, game. Oh, but yes. this is malignant. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm saying it would have been funny if this was if that was malignant's game. You know, here's but here's the thing that. I I didn't quite understand how she gets rid of malignant at the end. Oh, in the mind jail kept on saying, you kept on saying like multiple times, Paul, like "Ah, she put him in prison. She put him in prison. Yeah. She imprisoned him. Yeah. yeah. But like, how did she do that? And how can I do that with my negative thoughts? Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, she basically justifies it by saying the mind powers that you have because we share a mind, I have them too. And now I know how to use them. 
You know what I mean? Like that's the, that's the exposition that's given. It's not good, but that's what they say. Well, let's play a little <laughs> bit of this mind prison scene. Now I can do all the mind tricks you can. No, not possible. Did you forget? We share the same brain. I didn't ask to be tethered to you. You don't deserve your body. I can use it better than you. Not anymore. You don't get to control me ever again. It's over, Gabriel. I'm taking it all back. My mind, my body, my everything. Now you get to live in a world that I create. You can't lock me in here forever. You'll always be stuck with me. Sooner or later, I will get out. I know. But next time, I'll be ready for you. This scene is insane because it's the first time... All right, so what we see is every time that Malignant kind of comes out or every time that she has this thing to kill, like the entire backdrop goes like... um, It it becomes almost like a... like oil and water kind of rushes into the frame and the and the background disappears. Like that happens a few times in the movie. And at the end, Malignant's out there doing malignant stuff. And uh, and then all of a sudden, the oil the oil and water kind of wash over the scene. And now they're in this mind jail, kind of like Sherlock Holmes's like mind vault, memory uh, palace, memory palace. Yeah. Uh, and and now they're both there. No, no, no. Okay, so I can explain this. Sorry. Okay. So, so when, so the, what we're talking about is what, 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 what is revealed when, when we get the reveal that, that Madison slash Emily is also Gabriel slash malignant, mm-hmm. um, that they share a body that malignant exists on the back of her body. So when we've seen this character, um, he, uh, killing people, it's actually been Emily, but Emily is in trapped inside of a like a psychological prison that he that so when malignant takes takes control of her body she is trapped inside of her own head right and okay. so she so let's say she's in the bathroom right, right. and mm-hmm. what you described as it all melts away yes. and now she's in the hotel room of the bad guy that she's the the doctor or is the doctor that she's going to kill right what has happened is probably in the bathroom malignant takes over traps her in that room and then malignant goes to the guy's house and she watches from inside malignant's eyes what malignant's doing Right. And in the end of the movie, she uses that trick against Malignant. So Malignant thinks he's shot the sister and is going to kill the mother. But that's just her showing him a false reality and saying, I'm in control. I'm trapping you in a false memory or a false idea of reality because I'm, I have the same psychic pow- psychological powers as you do. And now I'm using them against well, you. But Jason, ba- those, basically. the things that she saw malignant do were real though. I, I know that's, 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 that's the movies oh, yeah. wanting to have a moment where malignant kills the sister and the mom and you're like, Oh no. But then they immediately undo it. It's just, that's just stakes. I think it's not good. It's not so good. The mom is still I, alive. I, everybody's still alive. 
Yeah, the wow. mom is still the sister, alive at the end. The sister is still alive. I know Even the sister is still alive at the, the end. Sister, yeah. yeah. Um, he, they are like when when the sisters are hugging at the end. There's there's a he dollies out wide, 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 and the mom is just sitting. Not the mom. Sorry, the birth mother. Yes, the birth mother. Yes, not yes, Maria. Yes. Not the Maria, Maria Bell. The birth yeah. mother is sitting in her hospital bed, smiling so big it's hilarious. <laughs> Insane trauma has just happened, regardless. <laughs> right. And the fact that she's ending the movie like is so bizarre. Did you get it's a read really on funny. why she initially gave them up? Them meaning malignant and. I oh, think if you, well, if you it's in yeah. the it's in the video. There's a video where the it? doctor Weaver is in interviewing. The she's like 15 years old and her mother says it's an abomination and she wants to give it up. Right. Um, wow. Uh, it's confusing. It's confusing because the footage looks identical to the footage of young Madison slash Emily. Right. When she is a child, they both have essentially the the black bangs, straight it, black they hair. They look too hair similar. Hair. It's, so it's similar. And the movie is very dark. I mean, again, uh, big James Wan fan. I think Aquaman is one of my favorite DC movies. Uh, but uh, but there is some darkness in this movie that is unexplainable. Like when they go into the morgue to look at a, the body of the husband, it is X-Files office dark in that oh, yeah. like autopsy room. Like, I mean, it is. How it about is... the fact that the sister goes to an abandoned like asylum on yes. a cliff? She parks on the precipice of a cliffside and at night she goes to it like the Hogwarts it's, it's, it's Hogwarts in scope and scale it is yes. massive it's like she goes to Arkham Asylum on the, co- to, and goes, on the coast and goes of into Seattle. the records room yeah <laughs> goes down into the records room and immediately finds her sister's box of videotapes by the I way like, this would be impossible well it's I mean, also hard because like so so the movie is so and dark they should and- have kept her she should have been dressed in a princess dress in that scene uh, Absolutely. But also like when the mom falls out. So so Malignant has taken the mom from her job as a tour guide in the subway systems or some such. She does an underground Seattle tour, which is actually a real thing. We should all do it next time we are on tour, which is cool. Is keeping her in the attic of Marissa or Melanie or whatever her name is, her house um, taped up and. She eventually falls through the floor and into the living room. Okay, that, she falls, but she falls, she falls through, through two floors. She must fall through two sets of floors, which is so crazy. Like if you were to fall through one, just because you've fallen through one floor doesn't mean like you're gonna fall through all floors. I like, fell through yeah. one floor as a child, and what? Uh, but Wait, I was what? caught. All right, so. <laughs> You I were mean, caught by the floor, very much like oh, the money pit. Oh, oh. Like, uh, like, okay. yeah, That's like the funniest shot in any. I movie thought you ever. fell through the floor, and someone was just like, "Boop." <laughs> well, we had a, we had an attic, and you were. I was always told to stay on the beams. You have to stay on the beams, and there was, uh, you know, I, I'm going to say it's asbestos, but it wasn't asbestos. It's like that pink, fluffy stuff, yeah. whatever. You know, insulator, and, yeah, insulator, and uh, fiberglass. Yeah, and so I I slipped as I was walking on one of those beams, and my foot went into the fiberglass pink stuff, and I my foot came right through the floor, and then I also took. You know, uh, a, a drop, like a, like a, a yeah. you know, not well, the, fl- yeah. the floor. 
war was probably just sheetrock. Yes. You know, it's probably just not, it was not like, you know, yeah. it's just sheet, probably something very, but you that know, floor, it, it, not, weight, not it, capable of holding your weight. Well, that floor looked much sturdier. sturdier. Like it looked uh, like oh, an yeah. actual floor. It looked like someone. Almost well, malignant's like, been walking around up there all all the time. But malignant it's like, it is looks her. like malignant's like hideout. But malignant, why does malignant need a hideout? Because malignant is her. Malignant can sleep in the bed. Like does malignant need like time to like exercise? <laughs> like 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 malignant's only been alive well, for a handful like of sometimes days. Sometimes when you need a space to just be yourself. You know, I would have loved it if there was like a Peloton up there. <laughs> I would have liked it if, 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 but you know, Malignant likes the rower, and then maybe like the and then, hydro. And, uh, the Malignant hydro. does the hydro, and and then and then maybe like Emily does the mirror. So Emily could yeah. be facing one direction doing the mirror, and then Malignant. The mirror is great. A Wait, quick plug for the at mirror. first. I was all about Peloton, and if they're still advertising on the show, I'm very much about them. But, uh, but now I'm all on the mirror. I love both. I don't. I, I don't have. Yeah. A, I don't listen. I don't have a mirror. If the mirror people want to send me a mirror, I'll I'll do it. Uh, yeah, man, get a mirror. I'm, I'm curious. It's but, amazing. Um, but but uh, I, I, what I loved about what I love about this movie is every set is enormous. Like every room is so big to allow for cameras and lighting. And so like the attic, the attic has a revolving fan that's going around Mm -hmm. that is eight feet in diameter. I mean, it looks like they are in an aircraft, an airplane hangar. You know, yes. malignant's hideout, and it's just the attic of it's her house. It's just the top part of that house. Do you think that the, the establishing shots of the house are to show maybe maybe you'll catch malignant up there, like maybe malignant? Like I wonder. One of the things I kept doing in this movie was always looking in the background to see if they were populating it with like little things like that, and they weren't. Well, no, I was like, oh, I wish there was more little little things to pick up mm. on, but it felt very. Felt very kind of again. Once it's on the tracks, it felt very much on the tracks. I was I was very rarely surprised until a point when they were like, "Oh, it's an imaginary friend," and I was like, "Oh, I guess that's it." Like I could, I guess I could have tried to figure that out, but and then they were like, "Oh, it's not an imaginary friend; it's a parasitic twin." The coolest okay. shot in the movie, which I've now doing my research have have seen again, is the moment where she sees the cop. She is being reflected in the mirror and malignant is facing the cop. So that is a moment so where you can real, see that's, yeah. both faces. Now, I imagine if I am the woman running underground Seattle and I am kidnapped by malignant and I am now taken to a nice house in the attic, a, a semi-furnished attic, um, if malignant is like, torturing me in this chair every time that malignant would walk away from me i would see this other young girl <laughs> and be like oh yeah hey like now mm-hmm. i guess i just was wondering how much of mm-hmm. her is covered like can and we like, flip it back they do closed. they do a lot of they do a lot yeah. of hair over her face i think right but the like hair would have to go backwards. Like the, it would have to like go over the top. Like that would be almost like a like a like, to do that. It's like a Donald Trump kind of comb over. Like this is like because you're saying, but they do they do hair over Malignant's face. Yes, which doesn't necessarily mean that the hair is over Emily's face. Because Malignant's face is popping out from the hair. The bangs are not giving that yes. length. Well, there's no bangs for Malignant. Well, hang on, yeah, no, Malignant doesn't bangs. have bangs. <laughs> there are no back bangs. 
I'm saying that Emily has bangs, so there's not <laughs> that much second. that can drop. Back, I think back bangs might be the T-shirt. <laughs> but, um, but here's the thing: like, I, I, I agree with you. Like, like malignant it has to part the hair and and crack the skull open to be present. But what right. the movie in in the early sightings of malignant, I think malignant is the 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 hair that is on the back of. Emily, what Madison's head is being flipped back over Madison's face, so it looks like because in those first can you do that? Jen? I don't think you can do that. Malignant seems to feel like it is a cover, cousin it or Captain yes. Caveman style covered in hair. But the, I don't think that hair can. I mean, look, I'm no expert in hair. Uh, you know, <laughs> well, so you're, don't you trust guys are me. talking about two different things right now. So Jason's just describing the malignant's hair, which, yes, is almost covered. But Paul's question is, what about her face on the other side? I think when malignant comes out, that hair gets pushed to cover Emily's face. So you're thinking that like that door that opens almost creates more scalp? Like, think, yeah, like it's like, like, like I'm going to take down like my hair. Let's see if we can test this. Well, that's that's this my issue. Yeah. that doesn't Just, work, June, because you'd have to crack your skull. Oh, it, like yeah, remember, but, the skull gets cracked open. So, but even if I pulled this hair, if malignant's popping right. out over here, even if I push this all forward, my face is still going to peek right. through. Right. But what if you pulled all the hair? You're you're not doing any of your top hair. <laughs> But no, but you see, but Jason, top that top hair, hair is not going to, that, that top hair is bangs. No, the back hair comes across. <laughs> no, I you can't lift up back hair like that. Like, it's, it's not like a garage door. Like, Listen, you're, you're, I, I agree with you guys. You, I'm not trying to disagree with you. I'm, I, this is a, I think they're trying to have it both ways. I think they're trying to hide Emily's face as much as they can. Of course. When, mali- when Malignant is in charge, so as to not tip you off, except for Paul the mirror I mean, scene I, that you just described. Now, why does Malignant have a coat on? Okay. Look at yes. what June is doing look yes. at what june okay, has um, just done yeah, so that covered- is malignant fuck that's malignant oh fuck paul get out of there fuck paul I malignant didn't like the way they perceived young children who are coming well june your voice has changed uh, june, your voice is different tune into the deep dive this week jessica and i will be talking to cool up vilaisak uh, all right. So I like I like that June. You've proven that malignant works now on multiple levels. I guess uh, I did, but but I will say to your point, yes. Paul, it didn't look like that from the. It didn't look like hair was going over, and I think that's where we're getting. You know, we're getting in the weeds now with like training. I urge hair all of the, our listeners. Here's yeah. what I'll say. I urge all of our listeners to try and malignant yourselves and send us the pictures to our yes. whatever. Malignant hashtag, yourself. Hashtag malignant. How about me? Malignant. Malignant. Hashtag malignant. And um, show us your pictures of your best malignant. Uh, See if yes, you can get your to, hair to do it. And oh we need God. it to look good because we also have to remember fight scenes in here, too. I don't know where the coat came from from Malignant. I don't know where the knife came. Well, I guess I know the knife a oh, little bit. Oh, we know where the knife came yes, from. Okay, we, that yes. I want to talk about because when they go to Dr. Weaver's house, right? Dr. Mm-hmm. Weaver is the first... Is Dr. Weaver the first death? No, second. The because second, the second first death, death I yes. mean, the first death is the husband, not counting yes. all the people who died in the hospital. Sorry, you're absolutely right. Okay, so the second death, we see Dr. Weaver, and um, <laughs> Dr. Weaver has like a tro- a set of trophies on her, okay, her, on her shelf. Okay, this is crazy. I'm yes. so glad one we're talking about which, these trophies. One of which just says, excellence in surgery. That's what the <laughs> hey. trophy, and the trophy is a sword. Uh, Which well, yeah, because 
which Malignant then fashions into Malignant's weapon of choice. Now, you're telling me that that sword is so heavy, such a strong metal that it can be grinded into or ground down rather into an actual blade? Yep. Like that's that is insane. Excellence in surgery. Like, here's what is the thing. That? Like, okay, so if you're really, I don't feel like any surgeons are getting awards in general, like trophies. Like, hmm. to me, it's Agree. like, you're, you're. Well, but by the way, not many surgeons are record. putting a malignant back uh, in the box. But like, still, this person did, like, okay. your trophy is just like whether they lived or died. Like, your yeah. legacy is in and. Is in the people and and living out their lives successfully. It is like they're not after. I mean that you're not getting. You're not. It's not like. It felt like sports trophies. Yeah, yeah. The way that I'm looking, I'm looking about. I'm looking up. Are there any awards for doctors? Um, and they're really like the awards that you'd be getting. I'm sure there are, are like humanitarian are, awards. No, a lot of like are, doing research or some such. But I'm, I'm going to tell you, a lot of them are public service award, medical yeah. research award, special achievement in medical science, a medallion for scientific achievement. So none of them are for best surgery. None of them are just simply you, you cut good. You got the appendix out. Like, you know, you don't get like a first place for that. <laughs> That scene where Dr. Weaver's in her office and Malignant basically crank calls her. I was like, this is hilarious. (laughs) This is like, she's like, "Uh, hello. And he's like, Dr. Weaver. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I feel like he's about to be like, Baba Booey, Howard Stern's penis. (laughs) (laughs) The voice of Malignant is pretty hilarious because... By the way, I just want to ask one quick question. I know we've malignant ourselves, but malignant has no hands. So malignant, no malignant has her hands. Right, right. But I guess what I'm saying is, like, when malignant turns, the the skull is opening mm-hmm. by what malignant's mouth, or is malignant like like like? Do you know how some people can tie like a cherry stem like into a knot? Like, does malignant have to like work its tongue to like pop the back of the skull off because there's no help there to to like shoot oh, out oh. well that's why malignant breaks her arms and wrists so that he can turn those to the forefront f- to so that her arms will be usable moving backwards well but but right? but that was and the I'm second assuming part malignant okay. I'm, I'm assuming malignant is using those then hands to open to it up open wider up to oh, okay. open the curtains, uh, to open the curtains of the skull, the skull curtain and, open, and okay. come out. Because I thought that maybe uh, it was I, a I sort think. of a, a chin, lip, tongue thing, where it's like but malignant. It's like, very, but again, malignant only seems to be to be able to speak uh, and interact through electronics, or right? yeah, that, I mean, but, but a right? phone call, but a phone call. I mean, I guess that's technically electronics, but it was like one thing is like, and they said he's eating electricity. He's eating it. And then he's like broadcasting through like it's like Lawnmower Man. It's like it's like it's like there's a movie I remember called Shocker. I may have referenced it on this show before where like a a guy is getting electrocuted and he like lives in like the uh, in like electric outlets all over the town. But like like controlling a phone and making it ring seems like that's like maximum overdrive level like control of devices. I mean, that Mm -hmm. is really 
next level. That's uh, again, that's where and this movie uh, traffics a lot in supernatural things that are never quite expressed or explained that again, I'm like, is like also like so they, this movie wants to have it all. Malignant has like supernatural speed and stealth and kind of can disappear and reappear as if it's a specter or a ghost. But it's also corporeal and can and has like the fighting style of like a ninja. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like Gabriel knows martial arts. Gabriel knows, like, he's an expert fighter. Mm-hmm. In and again, he's he's an expert fighter using her, M- Madison's ba- body moving backwards. You, but, but maybe, and, and but maybe, still, but maybe Madison is uh, a stomach sleeper, and so when Madison is sleeping on her stomach, Malignant can like watch. You know, video tutorials and learn about like oh, karate. See, see. You think, or, yeah, yeah. Or do you I think, did like, love do you th- seeing Malignant like jump down those fire escapes? So good. So, oh, the parkour stuff. I mean, Great. that was amazing. Yeah, and it was also really good. Again, I think it's they use the kind of unnatural body movement. The backwards body movement, the cracking of the limbs, the crawling, uh, upside down crawling. They use that to great effect. It's so unsettling. And then. So unsettling. Seeing something backwards. Ooh. And then when, when it's also so adept at physicality. It really seems very threatening. I just was like, well, what is this? Is this sure. like a, why, why does Gabriel have these, this skill set? Why is Gabriel so good at fighting and, and making a sword? And like, I almost was like, I almost wanted to see like Madison go to like a kickboxing class and yeah. be like, oh, Ga- Gabriel knows because Madison knows. By the way, know, I will some, say that something. like that, the, the prison fight scene, I know I probably already said it already, but the, and that police fight scene was not only beautifully shot, but the choreography of the body movement there was still incredibly stilted, but like it wasn't just like they just I felt like whoever choreographed that sequence really was conscious of making it look like someone doing it from behind. Like it was very like it was it was lanky and weird, but also extremely smooth and violent. I don't know. Yeah, like it, it I've never great. seen anything like yeah. it. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. I yeah. got to say, there is a lot about this movie that I really, really enjoyed. Yeah, me too. And I, I think a lot of that is James Wan is a fantastic filmmaker. Yes. yes. You know, like this, this movie could have been like real schlocky and real kind of not worth the watch because it's not, it doesn't kind of add up story-wise. And it could have been disappointing if it was not well shot. And it's not just well shot, it's beautifully shot in a lot of ways. Like the the action sequences, the, there's, there's tons of very long, interesting uh, oneers that are that that are that are go that go from upstairs to downstairs. Like I said before, that's that piece that takes place in an overhead shot that lays out like the floor plan of the whole house below is fucking cool, man. There's like a lot of beautifully done um, choreography and geography setting of these fight scenes and these uncomfortable uh, chases and all that stuff, which I thought were great. Like the cop chasing Malignant out of the jailhouse, into the tunnels, through the brick wall, squeezing through small areas. Like I thought that was all great. I, I will say that there were some things that were weird, and I think there are some moments... Where, I mean, obviously we talked about some of the logic of it, but there were also some moments that I did feel like that reveal of 
I'm adopted, which I'll play. <laughs> yeah. Take a listen. Only I've been able to have a baby. Don't do that. This is not your fault. It's not what I'm saying. I wanted to know what it felt like to, to have a blood connection with someone. A biological connection. Maddie, what are you talking about? Mom and Dad took me in when I was eight. I don't remember anything before that. Mom told me that my biological mother died during my birth. Sydney, I'm adopted. That music sting, the Pixies, where is my mind? So, yeah. uh, which is just subtle, subtle, but it is like when that happened, I was like, what the fuck is this movie? Like, why do I care that she's adopted? I don't know enough about anything here that that makes so, any yeah. difference. Right. Yeah. It really, at that point, it means nothing to us, you know, but that's the movie. Again, that's the movie telling the movie being like, well, we're not set up for it. Mm -hmm. So let's put a mute. Let's put music in to key the audience into the fact that this is important information, even though we haven't earned it yet. You know, and like, even though we haven't earned this as a reveal, we're going to tell you by this music sting. It's a reveal. Trust us. And if I'm a doctor, by the way, I'm just going to say this. I'm telling everybody about Malignant. I don't know why Malignant was so hidden. Like, Malignant, that, that would have been a feat of science, right? Like, yeah. why, were, why were we being so coy about Malignant? Yeah, like, I, I would assume there are books and publications and all sorts of, you know, um, studies on Malignant. But... Well, it seemed to me, and I don't know what you guys felt like, the framing of both the doctors in that first scene where it's the takes place in the past, mm -hmm. the 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 first scene with Gabriel, and then when the sister goes to the kind of Arkham Asylum evil kind of um place, I think I think you're meant to believe these are not good doctors. Like this is these are this is shady or this is like bad. These are bad people doing bad experiments on kids. Maybe. Yeah. You know, something like that, that that maybe like, oh, mm. these are this is this is work that is not for public consumption or is about evil or I, I don't know. I was trying to figure that out because I was like, is this are these doctors kind of are they did they have nefarious intent and is that why Gabriel is now taking them I out? Know. Or yeah. I, I don't know, you know? I mean, it, like... Oh, yeah, it's yeah, that thing yeah. where I, I mean, was like, uh, clearly Malignant is part of um, M M Madison's house because it, it appears in the house so often that I was like, oh, why don't you just leave the house? But the, the, again, because the movie is so long, she stays there so long that you're like, get out of the house. But because, because you don't realize yet she is malignant, she just seems to be operating so against her own best interests that you're just like, I don't understand why she doesn't just go to a hotel or well, I mean, whatever. Maybe or you know, because her of sister. Well, she just has a very oh, small studio. I mean, she's just doing princess parties, and she doesn't have a room for I her. I wish, the... 
Yeah. I wish that sister and the sister and the cop have a real will they won't they. I love As, that. And then and then the cop's associate um is also like 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 very kind of in love unrequited in love with him. Um but she gives which a is, shit. which is she, like, like I want to see uh, that partnership. I like that partnership. No, not the partner. I'm sorry, oh. not the partner. The the girl with the glasses who's oh, always like right. yes, who, yeah, yeah. who the partner refers to as Miss Lonely Hearts, yes. I think. Mm-hmm. She's like she's like very into the the detective and he's not returning her affection. Like I felt like all the police dynamics were they were pretty funny, but the again, like the police station is like from a TV show. The police station like, is out of a like, Batman comic book. I mean, it's yes, uh, floor it's, to ceiling windows that are like three stories high. I was like, what is this? And whoever is the commissioner is basically uh, on a real like ecological kick. Like, guys, turn off the lights at night. If we're not, use your desk lamps only. We this is we're not going to be. Our carbon footprint needs to be small. Um, <laughs> I, I will say that also, like the the idea that. And I guess this is the question I want to ask you, because maybe I don't understand it still. Now, does Malignant become Malignant and then go, I'm going to the underground tour? Or does she go to the underground tour and then become Malignant? Like, Because I'm thinking about Malignant like trying to get downtown. Like, How does Malignant drive a car? How does Malignant get into this thing like how does like malignant has to do a lot of things to get into an apartment building like that apartment building that that guy lives in maybe she's climbing up the fire escape but she may have walked in the front door i don't know i guess that's my and question does, and does and does um uh madison slash malignant do all of that backwards that's what i'm thinking like that's that's the you question I mean? i'm asking Ugh. is does she, is malignant does walking she, cause, backwards because like, here's rah, rah, the rah. thing we now know here's the thing we now know from the end of the movie her malignant outfit is in the attic Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So she's getting dressed at home and then going out and committing these crimes. Yes. Right. So she's no. So now my assumption is she's turning into malignant at home. She puts on the outfit and then she leaves. But that means she's walking backwards to like the that's silver insane. cup that's apartment a long, that's to a kill long, this guy, which is it's a long walk. They really don't show any. They really don't show any of that travel. Malignant out in the like street. Because dra- malignant walking around in the street, you're going to call the cops. Backwards, you're going to call the cops. Backwards driving a Prius to the to the apartment <laughs> would be very hate, funny to me. I hate stick shifts. Uh, the <laughs> stupid electric car needs a charge. Oh, does this have a two? Damn it, my easy charge is not working. God damn it. <laughs> but now, but there is something funny too about where did the jacket was just maybe in the attic? Like, is that a jacket? Like a, an attic jacket? Wait, doesn't, wait, does it Malignant like steal it. that jacket from somebody? Oh. No. Like a little token, no. a little talisman? Like a, a trophy? Like, mm. wh- wh- when's the first time we see the jacket? Because I feel like the Malignant, like, gets, finds the jacket and puts it on at one point. Yeah. But maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't know. It doesn't, maybe that's okay. Um, I, I really, I'm like, uh, I, I don't know. Like, it was really, I'm in oh, love I just with wanted to jump back. I just wanted to jump back to the, to the cops again because the cop, the detective does have a wisecracking partner who, when they do a sketch of Malignant, she says, So I'm putting out a bolo on sloth from the Goonies. Yes. Genuine laugh. I got I really like, laughed a hard genuine there. laugh from me. Very funny. Um, there is, I mean, there's a lot to like, and I do believe that this, it, it, to me, this is all about the sequel. Cause now once we're in on it, I'm all on board with this idea. Um, I don't know. I just really like it. And I want to see more of these, like, I, I like 
that Malignant has like a full personality. I don't think we understand why it has a personality because it seems like it was killed very early before these things would happen. But I guess there is this time in the mind jail. I think that Malignant mm. is in the mind jail the entire time before she's activated. Uh, and I call her a she because I, I want to be truthful to the genetic material issue. So uh, Malignant is in the mind jail. And that's where Malignant could be learning or training or well, just getting a little bit of an be attitude. interesting for sequel to see if actually like Madison could use Malignant's powers for good like if madison Mm. was called upon to have to to fight some sort of greater evil and had to actually enlist oh i like this part of herself and wake up malignant in like a sweat lodge yeah why not use gabriel's powers for good you know, because Gabriel, as as it's told to us, Gabriel makes her stronger. Mm-hmm. Mm. Gabriel makes her like he, faster. Like somehow Gabriel is able to give her supernatural powers. Right. Yeah. He's, he's you know, that seems to be true. Like he lifts heavy objects and throws them like and we then when we understand that that's her, she's doing that. So she must be she must have some sort of like this would be a character in a comic book that would be like that would present first as the villain and then would be brought in and be like, well, if you can keep your demon under control, you can use it for good. Get you us know? malignant. What do you want? Yeah, piece of it's fuck. Basically. Well, you know what it is? It's kind of a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. It's kind it's of Two-Face. an Incredible Hulk scenario. Yeah. Or it's Two-Face. Yeah. And uh, I mean, look, I just want more of this. My name is Madison. Your shitty marriage gave you the name Mitchell, which will always be Emily to me. Who are you? You know who I am. Even if they say I'm only in your head. I don't know what you're talking about. You let them tell you I wasn't real. That I was just a voice, and you believe them. I'm going to make them pay for what they did. One by one. Gabriel, no! <laughs> because I think that also what we're not getting a lot of is the fun of Malignant. I think we need more of that humor, more of that like kind of saucy. I like that. I like Malignant working for the good people now in this in the in the sequel, taking down a serial killer or something like that. I want it. More more malignant. More malignant, more, less Madison? Yeah. <laughs> I'm all on board. Like I would love I would love it if I would love it if uh, the detective in Malignant 2 shows up at Madison's house and like she's living a normal life and he's like I'm so sorry but we need Gabriel. We we've got a situation we need Gabriel. The only person who can fix help us is Gabriel. And because because you know like this one of the scenes that I really liked actually was the hypnosis scene. Mm. Where where they come and they hypnotize Madison to try and get her to uncover her repressed memories, which is successful. But I'm like, oh, I wonder if you could. I, th- I wonder if the the future of this series is a world in which Madison can access malignant at will. You know, kind of like the Incredible Hulk. Like you wouldn't like me when I get angry. Yeah. Like 
you, you wouldn't like me when Gabriel comes out and then Gabriel comes out and, and kicks ass. I, I don't know if that's if that's where they're going. That could be interesting. That's very interesting. I mean, it's not like there's going to be like more malignants, right? This, this can't be like a thing. Well, there Although may there's be. A lot of fi- that doctor has a lot of files. I mean, there's a lot of, there's, there's maybe. Lot of there's VHS tapes. There's a lot of malignants across the world. I'll tell you one thing that uh, Molly sent me right here, uh, that James Wan uh, actually uh, wrote a book, uh, a limited series back in 2011 for Boom, um, it called Malignant Man. Diagnosed with terminal cancer, Alan Gates is resigned to die until he learns that his tumor is a parasite. With a new lease on life and incredible otherworldly powers, Alan must fight against an evil army buried beneath society's skin, all while unlocking the secrets of his forgotten past. So Juan is all about like this... The cancer, like the cancer, good guy, bad guy, it's its own thing. I, I'm, look, Malignant Man might be our sequel. We might have like maybe a Malignant well, Wedding. I mean, it's a real body horror story about like how your body can betray you, how your body can, how your body can be working against you. Like I, that's really interesting that, that in perhaps an original consideration of this idea that the the parasitic twin or the tumor is cancerous. It is, it is something that is what killing about bipolar host, person, you know? a bipolar disorder. I mean, it's, it's a metaphor. There's so much here to unpack. And obviously we did like this movie. And I have to say a lot of people, a lot of people have been talking about this movie and it walks fine line of being completely insane, but really kind of fun to watch. And if you would have shut the movie off before the reveal, I would have said it was garbage and trash, but because Maybe the slow burn was worth it. I don't know, but... <sighs> and just to remember, if you're going to be submitting your photos, it is hashtag malignant. Malignant. And it's your hair over your face trying to prove that you could be malignant. But remember, it's front malignant. It's it, you, have to, you have to be... I, you have to, you, I bet there's yeah. going to be a lot of malignants for Halloween this June, I'm going to already tell you. a lot of malignants. Uh, on the Discord, people are already talking that you would make a great malignant for Halloween. People said, if you just had a dark wig on, you would be a great malignant. Wow, that's nice wow. to hear. Wow. Yeah, so that's already been happening on the Discord. That happened a little while ago. That was before we even announced that we're doing I this movie. I would love... June, I would like for you to... Okay, that, now I'm going to say hashtag June for Malignant 2. Like, I want you in this sequel. Oh, God. I want well, I, you in Would this you do a movie sequel. like this? Would you be able Happily, to do a movie like this? In fact, okay. I was so, I told you I was so taken with this actress and I just thought she was yeah. so good and so interesting and beautiful to look at. I I, I would be honored to step into her I thought her she was shoes. great. If you like I her this great, much. But I would have loved this movie more if thanks, you were. Jason. I, yeah. And by the way, Gina, you know, I'm your biggest fan and I'm going to tell you that I think you would have done a great job and I think what you would have done better and I'm not saying that there's not much to do here better, but I'm saying but what you would have done better was I would have seen you be more afraid of Malignant. I didn't feel like mm. we really got to see uh, her. I mean, it's hard to come face to face when you are when the, it's on the it's back of your face. Of you, but yeah. like, I feel like we didn't I didn't ever find her to be completely. She seemed more shell shocked than frightened. And mm. I would like to I, I think you would have been able to deliver some of that. And by the way, just so you know, Annabelle Wallace is. Uh, is in a lot of things, and she very much is in the James Wan camp, uh, as she has been in, uh, you know, uh, Annabelle. And uh, so, you know, this is a chance for her to really kind of, you know, shine a little bit louder and uh, or brighter, I should say, not louder. louder yeah, I do think it's a tall order to have your acting partner, you know, in the back of your head. 
It is. It is very hard. And, and it's also it's also very hard to you also have to modulate what you're doing so that you don't give away the secrets. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if she'd if she'd if she'd done her performance differently, it would have told you kind of it. what was going on. She didn't. Yeah. And that's it. the hard thing. Like you you and that's why my complaint is really it's just too long. Yeah. Like if this movie had been shorter, it would have been so much more fun. Horror movies are the I best think. at 90 minutes, people. I mean, it like this is the length literally of The Exorcist. Like in The Exorcist like also yeah. a slow-moving movie, uh but well, that is to build a pace. A different yeah. thing. What I would have loved, genuinely, although now that you've told me that it already exists, because when I, when it revealed that when the cop says, so the so this is your imaginary friend, the killer is, wait, you're saying the killer is your imaginary friend? I was like, oh, this is why we're doing this movie. This is horror movie Drop Dead Fred, which I was so excited about. Well, again, I if you want that. that, go watch Daniel Isn't Real. I think now you'll I'm, like it. Yes. You'll really, so, really yeah, enjoy it. And sense. that's not a spoiler because it's right out in, in the front as we say it. By the way, we did talk about that detective, that female detective, the the Miss Lonely Hearts. That is the co-writer of the film and James Wan's wife. So this is uh, her oh, half funny. of her yeah. uh, brainchild as well. Oh, Obviously, cool. there are people out there that are even more enthusiastic than we are. It is now time for a second opinion. All right, so here are just two quick reviews, because uh, right now, the movie just came out. So we're on IMDb, we're looking at the reviews. Uh, so far, it's getting about a 6.3 out of 10 stars, but I think the people who get it really get it. And uh, this one from uh, Juggle Your Jeep says, 10 out of 10, me and my friend went in to watch this unrivaled masterpiece together and came out with eight-pack abs from nonstop laughing. Astonishing, <laughs> hilarious, James Wan. You absolute <clears throat> genius. 10 out of 10 cured my depression. Uh, and then this one is pretty much all in caps. It's written by uh, Kaizen and Deep, and it goes like this. This is my first review on IMDb. I only came here to tell you this. You guys have to watch this. I was blown away by the climax. Honestly, the first hour and 30 minutes were straight up a ripoff of Insidious, a movie with no real scares, which I'm sure is why some people gave it low ratings. And I'm not going to lie. I was bored as heck. I felt like I wasted a bunch of time. And then the climax started to happen with a huge revelation, which felt like it was new to the horror genre. It instantly changed the story. I am mind blown right now. I give it 10 <laughs> out of 10. Take it. There are not many horror movies that are this innovative. This will probably be the best horror movie this year or maybe for years to come. Very innovative. Loved it. James Wan is awesome. 10 out of 10. And there you go. I mean, all the other reviews are essentially... I, text, I texted a friend who's a horror movie person, and I said, hey, I'm supposed to watch Malignant for the show. I, I'm sure you've seen it already. What did you think? And they were basically like, my favorite movie of the year. Wow. I was like, what? Hmm. So I was... Because I, I fully was expecting like, oh... You're gonna have a blast. It's perfect. And, yeah. And 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 they were instead like, no, it's awesome. I loved it. And I so then I watched it 
kind of inside of that mm-hmm. yeah. and being like, oh, I think this is, I think this is, I think this is good filmmaking. And I think there's a campiness to it that is intentional, you know, um, mm-hmm. I, not, not, not necessarily winky, but I think, in t- and I think it's knowing what, what they're doing. You know what I mean? It's a, uh, it's, it's informed in film, it's informed filmmaking, you know, even though with the misleads and like the, the little bits of humor here and there and stuff like that, like that's the stuff that made it good. The, to me, this is the perfect head of this get made movie. Fun to watch. Lots to talk about, but not a slog to get through. And I feel like that's I mean, what I mean. Yeah, and that if is, it had been uh, too yeah. serious, it would have been a it would have been a slog. If it had been too like without um, this reveal, we would have been in trouble. Yeah, um, because it is both of the reveals. Yes, you know, without uh, yeah. without you know, first the imaginary friend reveal, and then the parasitic twin reveal. Like both of those are like, wait, what? Right. Wait, what? I'm all there. <laughs> uh, so I guess June, would you recommend people watch this? Oh yeah, I thought I really and did enjoy it. It was I thought it was fun. Yes, it's a little long, but um, I think this is a fun movie to watch during spooky season. Spooky season, yeah. Scaretober. Uh, enjoy it, people. All right, so we all are going around the horn saying watch it. But at this point, if you know the reveal, will it still be entertaining? It might actually be entertaining knowing the reveal. I mean, it is a, I think that's part of the biggest, like, what the fuck moment of it. But it actually might be fun, like, the sixth sense to kind of see both sides of it. Yeah, I think if you know the, re- I w- I'm not going to watch it again. But I think if you watched it again, knowing the reveal, I bet there are a bunch of moments that uh, I didn't clock as yes. being like you said about the mirror scene. Like I bet there's a bunch of clever stuff in there that is just not on first watch noticeable. You know, um, so I think uh, you know I think absolutely watch it. it it's a, and again. It's a, I'm not a horror movie person. I've not seen Annabelle or any Neither of the, the Conjurings or the, any of these movies. So this was like really one of the only kind of modern horror movies I've seen. And I thoroughly enjoyed how just batshit bananas it was. I, uh, the, one of the and best, enjoy, I was glad that it was. One bananas, of the best things you know? I've ever gotten to do is go see horror movies with June Diane Raphael. And, uh, and in, even in a movie like a, a film called Skeleton Key, when you screamed at the screen, June will yell back at the screen, this didn't give you those moments, although you were a little bit freaked out last night. I definitely was. Oh, oh, freaked I out was of about scared. a malignant. Yeah, yeah, I was scared. Now, let's get into uh, the the most fun of the show, which is a chance for us to tell everybody else what we're up to, what we're, what we're doing. What do people want to watch, see, do? What do we want to tell them about? June, you go um, first. Yeah, no, everybody, the, the first four episodes of... Grace and Frankie's last season were released a few weeks ago as a surprise, you know, gift and drop. And if you haven't seen them yet, I encourage you to check them out. And then the the rest of the season will be airing next year. And um, yeah, check out the deep dive with Jessica Sinclair and me available everywhere on all podcast platforms. And yes, Jason Kulopvelizak has been a guest. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Oh, well, June, and then quickly, uh, if you want to just turn the mic over to your malignant, uh, does the malignant have any plugs? <laughs> <laughs> My malignant has, has not been pulling his weight, by the okay, way. Okay, well, there oh. we go. Yeah. In terms uh, of bringing in some cash money. Um, 
I will briefly say to people that they check out um, Star Trek Prodigy, which is on Nickelodeon, a new Star Trek animated show that I'm a voice in that is really beautiful and really fun and great. Okay. Uh, like adventure. With the great Kate Mulgrew. With, yes, with, with, with Captain Janeway herself, Kate Mulgrew, uh, uh, as part of it. And it's a great, super, like, adventure, Star Trek adventure type show, animated show. Um, and then, uh, and that's about it. Uh, yeah. Oh, and you know what? If you, if you, uh, it, I've, we've all uh, been on it before, but there's a new season of Nailed It Up June. You are in an episode, uh, or wait, has your, uh, did your season already come out? June? Yes, it did. It's, it's just out now. Okay. It, it did yes. just come out. Okay. And I am, I am briefly in one of them, but I will say, please watch Nailed It. It is, it remains one of the funniest shows, one of the most consistently funny shows to watch. And then also the series finale of Brooklyn Nine-Nine just aired. I'm in it briefly, but if you've been watching that show at all, it is a wonderful wrap up to a wonderful show. One more plug. Paul and I were just on an, an amazing oh episode gosh, of yes. the Blank Check Podcast, yes. hosted by Griffin Newman and David Sims. Uh, Blank Check Podcast talks about uh, uh, directors' filmographies. If you like this show, I suspect you will like Blank Check. It is a f- fantastic um, talk about film. Uh, and we went on to talk about they're doing John Carpenter right mm-hmm. now. And we went on to talk about the movie Big Trouble in Little China. We talked about it for over three hours. Three hours. So it... It came out, uh, I think, this week. So please go to wherever you get your podcasts and check out Blank Check, the Big Trouble in Little China episode. But also their whole Carpenter season has been fantastic. It's, and they, if you go into yeah. their archives, they've done incredible. It's one of my favorite podcasts. They are uh, truly a great uh, companion piece podcast to us. Uh, they are really, really fun. And uh, just really quickly, uh, June and I are together uh in Star Trek Lower Decks, uh, my character, Lieutenant Billups, who is uh, very much in the background of Lower Decks, gets a full uh, episode uh, in this season. And uh, June plays my mother. And that's all I'll kind of tell you about that. But I think, <laughs> I you, watch this episode. I think you will enjoy uh, the premise of that. Uh, keeping the trend of Scaretober going, Unspooled is doing Scaretober right now as well. We are in the middle of the Wait, Exorcist. Whoa, 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 time whoa, 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 time whoa. Wait, what? Wait, time out. Yeah. You guys are also doing Scaretober, so are you just like, did you start doing Scaretober over there and you're just calling our thing Scaretober as well? I kind of am branching them under one giant umbrella. Uh, you know, the uh, I don't I don't know how June feels, but I don't like being under the umbrella of Scaretober that exists. I want our thing to have its own nomenclature. Of course, look, go on the Discord, uh, discord.gg slash HDTGM wow. or discord.gg slash Paul Shear. We can continue these conversations. Should it be hard to get made uh, or Scaretober? You know, sometimes people just like to, uh, you know, Mix and match and, 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 you know, get some good movies and some bad movies all mixed together. Anyway, a big thank you to our producer, Cody Fisher, our audio engineer, Devin Bryant, our MVP, uh, Molly Reynolds, our producer who picks all of our movies, Avril Halley, our researcher, Nate Kiley, all of our amazing people who do our art. That is the ghost of Craig T. Nelson on Instagram, uh, otherwise known as Zach McAleese. And of course, Kyle Waldron. You can see all of their work on our Facebook and Instagram pages. Uh, make sure you get on the Discord where the conversation does continue and we have a beautiful Beautiful, big, how did this get made uh, discord, which is just, I'm so happy with uh, how it's been and our amazing moderators there. They have been uh, fantastic taking it off the earwolf boards and bringing it over there. So if you have not checked that out, check that out. And if you want to continue the conversation, uh, 
Let's do it next week on a mini episode. You can give me a call at 619-PAULASK. That's 619-PAULASK. And as always, you can offer up any questions about your, your life, your job, anything at all. We will answer them all. And just so you guys know, I forgot about this. Big news. We have the Saving Jessica Rabbit shirt in our store right now. People are buying them. Uh, and that's great to know. We also finally released our Dirt by Kid shirt, which is what is the title of this movie. And because it's Halloween, I don't know. Uh, just because I wanted to, I have pulled some old designs out from uh, behind the wall where you couldn't get them before. And now we are reprinting some undercover shirts, some oozing sexuality with earnest shirts and a dragon sound shirt uh, as well. So there's some really cool things up on the TeePublic store. So tpublic.com slash stores slash HDTGM uh, to see some of the classic ones and some of the great new ones that we have uh, ratcheted out. There's a shirt up there right now for that. And a malignant shirt, which uh, we will currently debate uh, offline and then get one up there, uh, hopefully by the time this is all released. So thank you, everybody, for listening. And we will see you next time on the mini episode. Bye for now. Cheers to a great day and this ice cold Corona. You know what would make this day even better? My grandma's carne asada. Or your grandma here with us, making carne asada. She does love a cold Corona. Throw in some dancing. Oh, we can watch the game. I'll drink to that. So a backyard concert with football, food, dancing, and Corona? And your grandma. Or we could keep it simple. Simple is good. Want a Corona? Thanks. Salute to the perfect day. Corona, la vida más fina. Get your Corona at ordercorona.com. Relax responsibly. Corona extra beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.